Hey everybody, welcome back to the Secret Place podcast. I am Rebecca Arazo and it is just me today. So I'm so excited to be back with you guys. It's been a hot minute. Um, There's been a lot of things going on. Um, All great things, all amazing things. God is moving, God is working, and there's a lot of new things coming in 2024. But I'm excited to be back with you guys today. Um, Today I wanted to talk about how your gift will make room for you and this extends beyond whether you're in ministry or you are not in ministry and you are in the workforce and you are being used by God on your college campus on your job in your school in your family Um, the bottom line is that he has given us all unique giftings And ultimately, he wants us to use those gifts to glorify him, to further his kingdom and his agenda. And so when we do that, God will make room for you through your giftings and your talents and your skills and your abilities. We can we can sometimes let a lot of ugly things creep in when it comes to this area um, with comparison, with trying to manipulate situations and outcomes or we can just let our pride and our ego kind of kind of get in our own way. And so it's just time to let God be God, right? He's given us the giftings. So if he's done that, there's a purpose for them. There's a purpose for us. And we have to submit ourselves to his agenda, to his way, and to just being obedient. And we can trust and that we can know that ultimately – Things will work out in our favor because we are favored, right? We are his children. We are blessed. We are favored. So we have to trust that. Um, but I wanted to highlight the the story of Daniel um, because it's clear that his gift, his giftings are what made room for him. So when Daniel was first brought before the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, um, what made room for him was his God-given gift of interpreting dreams. And um, the king, long long story short, the king had exhausted all of his options with other, other like, fortune tellers or, like, wizards or, like, whatever, people that were, like, steeped in, like, the dark arts and stuff. He had exhausted all of them. They couldn't understand what his dream meant. And so Daniel's name had been placed into the king's ear because of his gifting to interpret dreams. Um, Daniel did not have to to pry his way and, and know everything that was going on so that maybe this could be his moment. Maybe that could be his, his foot in the door, right? So... Daniel chapter 2, 46, it says, Then King Nebuchadnezzar threw himself down before Daniel and worshipped him, and he commanded his people to offer sacrifices and burn sweet incense before him. The king said to Daniel, Truly your God is the greatest of gods, the Lord over kings, and a revealer of mysteries, for you have been able to reveal this secret. Then the king appointed Daniel to a high position and gave him many valuable gifts. He made Daniel ruler over Babylon 
as well as chief over all of his wise men. At Daniel's request, and the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be in charge of all the affairs of the province of Babylon while Daniel remained in the king's court. So Daniel did not have to have to strive for his rewards, right? His rewards just came as him being obedient to even accepting the the request and invitation to even go to the king and tell him his dream. And and when you read in the the story of Daniel, he was a little reluctant to tell the king what the dream meant because it it wasn't a great outcome for the king. It it was not something that was good news. It was it was negative. But in in other translations, the the king addresses Daniel as Daniel, the one who the gods favor or the one who the gods are with. He recognized that something was different about him. He recognized that there was something about the God that Daniel served that was different than all of the other people that tried to interpret in the past. And so that should be something that your gifts should be identifiable as. Your giftings should glorify God and should be attached to God's name because that is what sets our giftings apart and that's what sets an anointing apart from just a regular gifting and a talent is when someone can who doesn't even know anything about God or the Lord and they're like something's different about them. Like they're, they're talented and there's just something about them. And that should be our whole character, right? But specifically too, when it comes to our gifts and our skills and our abilities, it should raise the question, what's different about them? That I, I don't seem to maybe have that as like an unbeliever that could it be a question in their mind. And so I think that that is is a beautiful thing when our giftings point back to point back to God always. So Daniel winds up being placed over 120 provinces, which there were a couple people that did not like that. The other the other rulers um, of those provinces or provinces that also wanted that position that ultimately Daniel got because of his skills and his abilities he was he had proved himself more capable than once once he was in the door with the king and he he had been gifted that position by the king and he'd proven himself skillful in management and being wise and being able to lead in Daniel 6 3 it says Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers because of Daniel's great ability the king made plans to place him over the entire empire so as you start reading the whole thing that led Daniel into the lion's den was that the other high officials and high officers that were in competition with him didn't like that they were they were competitive they thought that they deserved it and so they conspired against Daniel so after that happened they plotted this whole thing against Daniel and they went to the king saying hey and act this as a new decree that that no one can worship for the next x amount of days 
They can only worship you. They can only bow down to you. If anyone else does that at any other point during these next um, a lot of days, then they are to be killed. Like they're to be punished. And so he enacts this not knowing that they were conspiring against Daniel. And um, so then they they get Daniel caught because Daniel was faithful. He he remained true to God. He remained faithful to God. He didn't stop praying to God just because this law wasn't acted. And so they caught him praying to God, which went against the edict. And ultimately the king didn't want to, but he had no choice because if he were to make an exception for Daniel, then he would have to make an exception for everybody, right? That's how laws go. So even though the king knew that it wasn't right he had to he had to follow through on that oh this is beautiful though because the king recognized that there was something different about Daniel's God right so he says in Daniel 6 verse 16 then the king gave orders and Daniel was brought in and thrown into the lion's den the king said to Daniel your God whom you continually serve will himself rescue you I think that's awesome because obviously we know in the end God shut the mouths of the lions and everything turned in Daniel's favor and worked for his good and God got the glory, right? Um, And we can read down further. Then Darius the king wrote to all the peoples, nations, and populations of the languages who were living in the land, may your peace be great. I issue a decree that in all the realm of my kingdom, people are to tremble and fear before the God of Daniel, for he is the living God and enduring forever, and his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed, and his dominion will be forever. He rescues, saves, and performs signs and miracles in heaven and on earth. He is he who has also rescued Daniel from the power of the lion's So this Daniel enjoyed success in the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. So we know how the story ends. So it's beautiful, right? His Daniel's gift made room for him to be placed in the palace, to be placed before kings, to be placed in places of favor. Now it didn't come with an exception of trials, an exception of persecution, right? But ultimately, because Daniel trusted God to be God, he came out with the victory. And ultimately, God's glory was revealed through all of it. So um, when we're talking about our giftings, we need to just trust that God will be God. We do not have to try and manipulate situations or try and control seasons of our life to work for us. We have to trust that God will cause all things to work for our good, right? And we don't have to force ourselves into a room. We don't need to force ourselves into positions and in conversations and try our best to network ourselves because we don't trust that our gifts will make room for us. Um, But we just need to be obedient and trust that God will be God. And he knows when the timing is right. He knows when we're ready. He knows how to make all things come to pass in alignment with his will and his word, right? So 
So many times people will try to force themselves into a room or they they have to puff up their giftings, their abilities, what they're doing, what they they can do, um, their skills, their experience. And there can be a time to network. I'm not saying that, you know, if you have a business that networking is bad, if you have um if you have connections that that's bad, that those aren't bad things, but when you have to force it, that's when it's bad. When you have to when you have to feel that you need to manipulate um a conversation to just then be able to talk about everything that you do and all your gifts and all your abilities, that's when it's a problem, right? I think that people's reputations and people's giftings and abilities precede themselves. People know. People can sense when when you are gifted, when you when you have an ability in a certain area, and people aren't dumb. So I think that trusting that your reputation and your your character and your giftings and your abilities will speak for themselves. I don't need to tell people, oh, this is all that I do. This is how many giftings and abilities and skills I have to do X, Y, and Z. When you have to force that, it's just not a good look. And you're ultimately not trusting God. Be encouraged, though, that your giftings will make room for you and your gifts will be the things that open up the doors of opportunity and the desires of your heart that you have. God knows the desires that are in your heart that you want to see in your life and he wants you to see in your life because if if he gave you a gift, he wants you to use it for him and he wants you to to reap the benefits of it and, and reap success and victory in those in those giftings and abilities. So um, don't get caught up in comparing your gift to someone else's gift because we were all made unique on purpose. If we were all the same and we could all do the same things at the same capacity at the same time, life would be boring and like what what kind of life even would that be? Like there's no there's no individuality. You don't have to be a carbon copy of somebody else, too. God gave you a unique voice, a unique way of of speaking, of delivering the gospel. You don't need to replicate someone else, right? I think being being who God made you, not just being whoever you want, but being who God made you. If you have if you naturally have like a silly goofy personality, and you want to preach the gospel, you don't have to throw that away. You can you can still you can still be you and not have to replicate somebody else's tone and somebody else's um cadences and somebody else's style of preaching to feel like you are accomplishing the task. Accomplish the task with the giftings and the abilities that God has given you in the way that he has equipped you to do it. You don't need to be a carbon copy. And don't get caught up in comparing yourself. The comparison game is 
so last season, <laughs> it's so many seasons ago. Um, it's ugly. It's really ugly. And it's not, it's not a diss at if you've ever compared yourself because I've compared myself, but it's ugly. It's just such a trap of the enemy. I've reached a place where I don't care what other people are doing. I care about what God thinks about what I'm doing. I care about how God views my stewardship of my giftings, of the things that he's called me to. And here's another thing. Know what God is calling you to because you can have giftings and abilities in multiple areas, but if in that season God is not calling you to do a specific thing, even though you you can do it and you can do it well, if he has not called you to that, you will not have grace for it. You will not have the favor and the blessing for it because you are inherently acting in disobedience to what God is calling you to do in that season. So that is just a side note. Um, And also, don't be the other appointed officials that conspired against Daniel because they were envious and not secure in themselves that they tried to get Daniel out of the picture and force themselves into the role they thought they deserved and that they thought they were ready for. This is a huge kind of statement, but if you are not in a position that you think you are ready for, you are not ready for it. Because if you were truly ready for it in the way that God wants you to be ready for it, you would be in it. And it's harsh, but it's true. You have to trust God's timing and trust you might be ready for something, but it might not be at the place you think or that you want it to be. Which, in that case... You still aren't ready for it in a sense because you're tied to it being at that specific place or that specific time. Um, And I don't know why I just felt that in my spirit, but when you are truly ready for it, it will come. Trust that God will be God. You don't have to labor at making yourself look good and making yourself making a name for yourself because when you just do the things that God is calling you to do with the heart that God is calling you to have with your talents and your abilities and your character he will place you exactly where you need to be and you can trust that it is always the perfect timing and that it is always right and that he never misses it he never messes up um we mess up we get it wrong. We can we can miss here sometimes, or we can just kind of turn a turn a blind ear or blind eye and say, mm, "But I want it this way. I want to do this. I want to I want to be here and using my gifting at this capacity by this day and at this place." And and we just need to trust that. Okay, if I'm not there right now, it doesn't mean that I won't ever be. But God, what else do you want to teach me? What else do you want to grow in me? And what do I need to do to be prepared? 
what else do I need to prepare and grow in? I think that's always an important question to ask constantly um, because we're, we're never going to arrive. We're never going to finally reach the place where, oh, well, I just don't need to practice anymore. I don't need to prepare anymore. I don't need to hone my craft anymore. I don't need to be disciplined in in my skills and my abilities and my talents and whatever. We're never going to reach a place where we've arrived. We can reach a place of proficiency. We can reach a place of expertise. But even then, there's still more to learn. There's still more to grow. I think that we just need to continue to stay disciplined and trust that God, if God's, if if the Holy Spirit is in us and we are obedient, he will guide us to exactly where we need to be exactly at the right time. And he will, he is always moving. His hand is on us. He goes before us. He goes behind us. If you got those, those conspiring officials behind you trying to, trying to get you out the way, um, I don't know why I just feel that so strong. Like if you are on the job and you, you have conspiring people going against you because they think that they deserve what you have or they think that you don't deserve what you have, trust that God will be God. Trust that the same God that shut the mouth of the lions in the lion's den will shut their mouths. Also, this is, I feel like I'm all over the place right now. It's okay. Um, In the end of, towards the end of the story of Daniel in the lion's den, after the king heard about what had actually happened, he wound up throwing the conspirators into the lion's den. You don't want to be those people. You don't want to be that because you'll be chewed up and spit out like I'm just playing I'm just playing trust that your gift will make room for you um and whatever your gifting is never stop working hard at honing it at developing it because there's always room I I remember spending countless hours countless hours when I was developing my voice as a singer um and as when I was developing my ministering as a minister, because when we bring this back to ministry, you you need to be prepared. You always need to be prepared. You always need to be ready. Being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and being able to to lead in a moment, and so um, you always need to be ready with an answer to defend the gospel too. If if your gifting is to to communicate with others, you oh you need to be ready. Um, at a moment's notice, that should be our goal. To at a moment's notice, you can just you can go and you can do it well and proficiently and efficiently, and and it's identifiable that the Holy Spirit is with you and that there's something different about how you do it and with the power that you do it at because again it's not our power we practice we work at it but ultimately it's the holy spirit's power that anoints it to to change things and to break through differently so um so be encouraged that god sees you 
He knows the gifts that he's given you. So trust that if you are intentional with it, that you are giving them back to him and you are you are being obedient, that everything will work out for your good in the end and that you have the victory, that you are favored, that you have favor where you go, wherever you go, and be encouraged. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a great time being back today doing this. Um, So be on the lookout soon for the next episode and drop a comment on your thoughts and listen.